It's like you're there. Welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast. We're your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. All right, what's up, Aaron? Hey! It's been a little bit. I know. Um, I have a confession to make. Uh-oh. The last episode we recorded, mm-hmm. I destroyed the episode. I didn't realize it was that bad. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I won't bore you with the story, uh-huh. but I destroyed the disc. Oh, okay. okay. Sand disc. <laughs> it was on. really that bad. That's so that's bad. why there's no, there's the ghost episode that we did that's not out there anywhere. This is, well, you know. So I screwed up and I apologize. I, it was a good episode, everybody. You were taking ownership <laughs> for your screw up, and I appreciated that. <laughs> you know, I... I think so far I've only had one podcast that I recorded that like we were so into it and, and everything and and then like right. 15 minutes in I was like hey this has been a great discussion however I have not recorded it I have not recorded it <laughs> this, this board has a giant red record button so yes. I know when it's recording that is a sweet new board yeah thank you yeah all right man so you have been known over the past few episodes that you've been on as the journaling czar i want to be called the journaler <laughs> the journaler <laughs> the jurgler <laughs> i don't know what that means but um, probably not good <laughs> so i want to talk about that i want to talk about um why you do that we haven't we, we we've always kind of weaved it into other discussions and things sure um but you use it you use it as a pretty good tool yeah i i've seen your journals you've sent me pages of your journals <laughs> that you've written notes on <laughs> Um, so what's the deal? So you want to go to the why? Yeah. Um, I, the why starts. He doesn't back, know why. Yeah, the why starts back in <clears throat> probably 1991. Okay, it's gonna be a long <laughs> episode. No, uh, <laughs> it's like tell me about your life. Well, I was born. And, oh, shit. Then I took my first breath. I meant the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, no, I. <sighs> Somewhere, somewhere at the end of high school, and then going into college, I, and not that I've been journaling for that long, but I'd been seeking out, you know, through leadership, um, literature, and everything. Yeah. Like, how do I get better? How do mm-hmm. I do the things that I want to do? Um, I've always felt kind of behind um, my peers. And whether that's been um, money, education, uh, you know, business-wise, whatever it's been, um, I kept trying to figure out. Well, okay, if I'm behind, how do I catch up or gotcha. or move ahead? Yeah, and um, and then I think it was, you know, fast forward um, twenty years, uh, twenty eleven, that I really started to you know, write a little bit more and, and it was more like thoughts and, and, you know, 
taking a lot of the the teachings I learned over the past twenty years and going, okay, well maybe I should actually you know put my thoughts down. <laughs> I should do some of this. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, and 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 really, you know, yeah, that's true. Like I've read a lot. I know you've read a lot, but putting things into practice, you know, sometimes especially like if I listen to an audio book or something like that, I I have this tendency to listen to it. Like, hey, that was pretty good. And then crickets. Man, oh, what was that? I, I saw that recently. Somebody said that, that like, don't, I think it was one of the stoic dudes or whatever. It was like, don't just collect good thoughts. Yeah. Actually put the good thoughts into practice. Yes. You know, Bruce, yeah. Lee, Bruce Lee teaches that too, that you can practice, but until you implement, yep. you, you're not really, you don't really know what the well, hell you're you, doing. You, you don't, you can learn a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And if you never implement it and if you never. Yeah, it's all anything, theoretical exactly. self-improvement. Right. It, it's, it, and and not that there's anything wrong with academia. It's you know right. But there's a lot of you know when right. I was when I was teaching, mm-hmm. you know, like I think I've told you that that I would teach business and part of what I would do is is at the beginning, the very first class, I would take the book and ask who had it and who didn't have it, and I'd say, well, if you had it, go ahead and return it because <laughs> we're not I, using it. I throw it in the yeah. I throw it in the garbage can. Right. Um. <clears throat> and and it and it wasn't that I know everything. It was a I'm going to give you everything I have or try to, um, and and come from a very practical sense. And gotcha. that I've had all of that learning, but you know, let's try to apply things. And so yeah, you know, like in my classes, if you took one of my classes, um, part of the curriculum was, you know, learning about business concepts, but learning about them in a a practical way in like we're writing a business plan or we're mm-hmm. writing a marketing plan or I had students start their own companies. Yeah. Now, you know, at the time the best way to do it, and this was a while ago, was like make a blog spot blog and oh, right. monetize it. Right. You know, well it, I mean yeah, we, yeah, not a not a business podcast, but you can just make a Facebook page. Right. I mean, you can get away with that. Yeah. Well, this is pre Facebook. Well okay. <laughs> or right around the time. Damn, you're old dude. Yes, I am and so are you. Um but but the whole idea was to take anything that we learned and use that information that day. Mm-hmm. And, well, I mean, you know, most of my students were hold on until the end of the semester <laughs> then use it. But, um, well, yeah. um, which in, in blogs, that doesn't work. No. Right? No. If you're trying to monetize a blog. You got to do it every day. You got to do it every day yeah. or you have to do it on an inconsistent basis. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that that was what I was trying to teach there. Some people got it. Some people didn't. Hey. Um, so. So <laughs> back to um, so so I started to implement um, a lot of the things that that I'd learned over the years and and again it was first it was just like a lot of frustrations getting mm-hmm. things out I was not in a good place at the time I think I've said that before um, and you know it was it was the the anger and the self loathing and things like that that I felt like at least if I got it out you know that's if nothing else a form of therapy right. Um, but then I can never remember the name of the book that I read. Um, but it was, it was the first time that I took something about journaling and, and it was literally like, write your affirmations, you know, (coughs) come up with an affirmation that makes sense to you. Mm. Um, and then, you know, write it it might have been like 50 times in a row or something okay. like that. So, you know, that's when it looks like the madman writing that I've showed you before. But it was um, 
you know, it was a way to train your brain of like, this is something that's important to you. Okay. And, um, and, and the, the one thing that I've kept from that, that maybe I don't do the 50 affirmations in a row again. Um, but the one thing that I've kept from it is, is what the guy said was, um, with your affirmations, um, my affirmations, uh, happen and work whether I believe them or not. Mm. <clears throat> so it was like this, mm. you know, th- this caveat to everything, like as long as you put the work in that mm. or put the effort in, then the rewards will follow. Gotcha. Um, and so, so I started to do it that way for a long time. And, and of course, you know, my dumbass um, <laughs> had like 10 affirmations. Well, guess what? <laughs> That's 500 line or sentences <laughs> every day. Yeah. But, you know, at the time, it was something that I had to do, mm-hmm. and I had to do it on a daily basis in order to retrain my brain that, you know, I, that I wasn't a dumbass. Right. That, you know, that inherently you do know what you're doing. And and sometimes journaling just does that for you. Whether it's oh, yeah. whether it's like exploratory journaling or affirmation journaling or you know goal journaling, it it reminds you that that you know the single source of truth could really be inside of you, mm-hmm. and that or at least for you it is. And so you remind yourself that every day by journaling. Um, so it transitioned from you know the affirmations every single day to then looking at, or in that context. Um, and then, you know, more into, well, I want to incorporate my goals in there. And that was, um, okay. I forget who wrote, I forget all these things now. I just remember the books. I don't remember the people who wrote them, but, um, yeah. it was the 10 X guy. Um, and he, oh, Grant, Grant Cardone. Um, mm. I know, you know, some people look at them and go, you know, cheesy or something like that. The 10X rule, the only difference. Yeah, between. the 10X rule. Um, but, you know, it, it was like, that was one that I listened to. And as he was going through, when he got to the journaling and what he does every single day, it fell into place with what I was already doing. I was like, oh, you know, like, I need to not only bring my affirmations in here, but I need to bring in my goals as well. Got you. And... Once I started doing that and pulling that all together, that's when I started to see tremendous strides in where my life was going. Huh. Um, and, you know, right, right before this podcast started, I said to you, like, I feel like I'm on top of my game. Yeah, you said um, that. And, uh, and you know, there have been some this, – this past year has been – a challenge? In, in, well, in the in <laughs> in the lost episode, yeah, um, you know, I talked about how some of this has been a real challenge uh, this past year, and you know, professionally, some personal, mm. but but mostly professionally, and um, you know, and, and then I also told you that I was almost glad that you know that that episode was destroyed, whether it was the best episode <laughs> that was ever made or not, know. Um, <laughs> but. About all that, yeah. Okay, thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you did destroy it on purpose. Um, but the the reason I'm glad is because I got out a lot of things like you would in journaling, mm. right? And and there are things that I tempered some of them, but for the most part, it was like 
this is how I really feel, and this is how I feel about the situation and the situations that have happened. Yeah. And, you know, but I kept trying to find not the positive and everything, but the the growth in all of that. Gotcha. And so, again, I think it's almost better that it no longer exists <laughs> because I can kind of, you know, I've got that out, which that's what I do sometimes in journaling. Well, that I was going to say, sometimes I will, like, if I'm mad mm-hmm. <laughs> at someone I work with or whatever, mm-hmm. I'll write an email and just let them oh, have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll delete the email. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I suppose that's a form of journaling. It is. Um, I think journaling is, is the more consistent nature of it. Um, right. You, you are doing this activity every right. X amount of intervals or whatever. Exactly. Um, but, but no, I, I mean like, uh, I was, I was talking with, uh, somebody the other day and they were asking me, you know, they were, they were so many different things that they could do with what we were working on. Gotcha. And they're pretty perplexed on where to even start. And so, you know, I talked through it with this person um, and just kept asking questions. And then we, you know, we finally got to a point to where, like, we came to a topic. And I, and I looked at him. I was like, you know, I think you know what you need to do. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, and again, it is sometimes talking it out, writing an email. Yeah. This, you know, this single point that you take, um, you know, take the idea of that and put it into a daily practice mm, okay, or a weekly practice or whatever works for you. I mean, you know, ideally daily because it, it that reflection that you have in the morning at yeah. night yeah. is something that, that I was, I was reading that I sent this book to you, um, this morning, I think. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to dig into uh, that I, I figured you hadn't, uh, but it's um, uh, it's from 2010. It's called The Compound Effect, and it's Darren Hardy. Mm. Um, I don't know, believe that he was um, uh, the head of um, Success Magazine. And and again, there's there's a certain part of me that, that has the, you know, the BS factor of, of what people say, um, especially when, you know, your job is to, you know, write books and magazines and, and podcasts and things like that to um, tell people how to live their lives. But you've got to live your life that way too. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, uh, that was literally the discussion I had with someone this morning before you got here. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. <laughs> um, they were telling me that. I wasn't, I wasn't telling someone that. No, no. And, 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 and I plan to listen. But good, good advice. I agree. Yeah. Um, but uh, what... Darren was going through. Now I've lost it. Um, damn. I literally have lost what I was just saying. <laughs> um, anyway, read the book. It's very yeah. good. Um, but it, it's, um, it was journaling, right? Yeah. It was, uh, anyway, I, uh, building the consistency, building the muscle memory, building, oh, oh and he said, um, you know, like, this morning, it, you know, we've talked about morning rituals before, but part of his morning ritual is journaling. And um, uh, and he said that basically the entire world can blow up through the rest of the day. Mm. But I've journaled in the morning and I've journaled in the evening. And, you know, the, at the end of the day, it's about, you know, wins, losses, things sure. like that. But, but having the bookends of 
of having my thoughts about what I want to do and having the thoughts at the end of the day about what I've done and how to get better at them. Yeah. The bookends make all the chaos that happens in the middle of the day, which is life. You know, shit. It makes it easier to deal with and make, you know, no matter what you're going through, mm. like if, if you can plan, you know, in the morning, reflect at night so that you can plan in the morning and reflect at night then you know that consistency that yeah. that 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 one percent per day, mm-hmm. you know, gets you to a point to where everything eventually takes care of itself. Yeah, because you've put the work in over time, and you have changed. And and his whole thing is is just the consistency of things and doing things, you know, consistently over time. That is a compound effect, just like absolutely, know, just like two penny or you yeah. know a penny, investing, yeah, yeah, a penny doubling in value every day over mm-hmm. thirty days becomes you know over five million dollars mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> no, 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 no. Does it really? <clears throat> yeah, mm. yeah. Um, uh, you know, versus you know, would you like three million dollars today or a penny that doubles in value every single day for the next thirty days? Well, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, <laughs> but or you can have three million yeah. right now. I can wait 30 days. Okay. Not everybody can. That's that marshmallow test. That yes. Kids that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, there are, there are um, I found this cool article that kind of goes through some of this, but I want to just not go through the article, but go through the terms to see how it applies to you and your journaling and how you might pull whatever okay. from your work using these terms, right? So uh, creative ideas. Do you use that tool of journaling to help you develop creative ideas in, in your job or your life or your yeah. family? And, um, and how? <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so after I get through my goals, after I get through my affirmations, so I've got a baseline, mm-hmm. right? So I know I remember what's important to me as I do that baseline. And then once creativity can come and I, I feel – let's say two different circumstances. One is in extreme, um, you know, the shit's hit the fan mm-hmm. and you've got to come up with a way to get out of that. Yeah. Um, and you see that a lot in military aspects. You see that in mm. sports. You see that in... Um, right, you got to have, yeah. Yeah, but you also see that in, you know, the people where you hear their life story and, you know, like <clears throat> got out of, you know, some war-torn situation someplace and, mm-hmm. and, you know, all of a sudden, or, you know, winning the Nobel Prize. Um, not all of a sudden, but... I get it. Yeah. Um, but the other the other way that creative ideas, I believe, come is when you've set... You have your foundation that's set and you know that you're stable. So, so there's instability that causes mm-hmm. creativity, but there's also stability that causes creativity because I yeah, know... Yeah. I know where I am. Mm. I feel good about it. I know what's important to me. And then, like, as long as that is set in my mind, then all of a sudden everything else that I can do and think about can be creative and put on top of that. That's cool. That's like, uh, I've done this before, but, like, you're going to work on a project Mm -hmm. and you have to clean your entire office before you can work on your project. Because you're creating that cocoon of stability. Right. cocoon of organization that doesn't mean your mind is more organized no but 
my desk looks clean. <laughs> yeah. It, it, sort it, of, I guess, sort of goes in the... No, it, it's just it's making sure that you're stable and have a foundation so that you can build mm-hmm. off of it. Um, That's cool. Yeah. All right, big wins. How do you uh, either plan for or review, I guess, the big wins? How do you use that? So I was just talking to Carl on, my, on this other show I do, mm-hmm. and he was saying that he, he does journaling too. Yeah. Um, he does it like every day. And I didn't ask him. I don't exactly know if he like pre-journals or if it's like reviewing or what anyway. But he apparently he uses the day after Christmas and he will read his journal. Yeah. And like he he literally he said he's done this like the past 10 years or whatever. He'll so. just read it like a book and then kind of try to reflect on lessons and things he fucked up on or whatever. Yeah. It's a great present to yourself. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, what about you? I mean, you do that or... <clears throat> I I think too going back to the the lost podcast episode. Um I got to let me forget that shit. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't remember if it was when we were talking the other day or today. So <laughs> short my memory is apparently. Uh <laughs> but um but something that I continually forget to do is is celebrate the wins. Mm-hmm. And well, I think we all do. Yeah. We'll yeah. get so stuck on the next thing I have to fix or the next emergency that I just got called with or, you know, life's a juggling act and we're always focusing on that next ball. Yeah. Not the one that I didn't drop. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, and, 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 and you should to a certain extent, but you should all also celebrate your, I mean, I know this in, you know, leadership and success literature everywhere, but, but, Six or celebrating your wins, um, and it's you can plan for them, but but the hardest thing about planning for them is that the big wins take a lot of fucking time. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, you have to that. That's where the if you can build a couple of consistencies in your life that you take on a daily basis. That if you can't do that, yeah, it's very hard to to you know have a big win. Yeah, what what do you? How do you learn how to focus on the good stuff? How do you measure it? Yeah, how do you know what's a big win? And sometimes, sometimes, probably more often than not in my life, what would be determined a big win is not something I noticed at first. Mm-hmm. It's not like literally I spiked a touchdown. All right. Like that, you know, woo, he won the game because of that last touchdown. That's obvious. Right. It's the non-obvious things of like, you know, I look back and I'm like, you know, that time we actually landed that client, mm-hmm. that changed the way we do business. Yeah. That was a pretty big win, but it wasn't like a lot of money. Yeah. You know, like those lessons, I think. Oh, I've had that business-wise in two different aspects of business yeah. this year, but but also. Or like a gym member. Yeah. Like I, I've, I've realized that like. Because this is the time of year where you get a lot of new members, you mm-hmm. lose members, and thinking about like a member we lost recently, and it was this was a, you know, we didn't lose the member and then a bunch left. It was like this energy was was missing, mm-hmm. you know, and then now it's like, well, how do we get that energy that that person brought back into the class, right? You know, and it, it was like only because we were ref- I was reflecting on like the class and. You know, so I don't take notes on every class, but mm-hmm. generally speaking, I try to take notes like once a week on, you know, 
what worked and what didn't work and stuff like that. And right. Noticing that pattern of that person, that void, you know, was a big loss, I guess. But the, I guess the big win is noticing it and then and, and now trying to address it. Yeah. No. Whereas before I'd be like, I don't fucking know anything. Well, like, and, and that that is why is not everybody having a good time? You know, like what's right. going on? Right. Um. And and yeah, sometimes your big wins come after your big losses. Yeah, maybe so. As long as as long as you take the time to reflect and then build on top of that. But but big wins, like I said, take they take a long time. So you have to mm-hmm. figure out what you want to do. You have to you know say. You know, whether it's pie in the sky or, or or a little bit lower, you know, like this is what would be a big win for me. And you need to consistently work towards that. Yeah. And most people don't want to do that. Well, yeah, well. I know. Mm. Um, and, and listen, you and I, you know, we're no different. They're, I'm as equally lazy as most yeah, people. exactly. Um, I'm not sitting on a pedestal, my friend. No. But, but you know, I mean, think about think about the the journey you had from white belt to yellow belt versus mm-hmm. the journey you had from brown belt to black belt. Right. Were they different journeys? They, and not just oddly be- enough they took the same amount of time. Well, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but um well, and that could, I mean maybe yellow belt is when your white belt is, you know, just as much of a big win as a black belt is to mm-hmm. a brown belt. Um but but you had to do things consistently over yes, time to yeah. get to where you could do, you know, move up to the next level. Mm-hmm. That's the awesome thing about, you know, karate and things like that. that well, yeah, it's kind of in your face. Well, it's, it's also, it's the, you know, like, it's gamification that's been going on for centuries. Well, well yeah, they, <laughs> they've, they've had a hundred years to master the gamification of the system. Exactly. A lot of yeah. people have figured out how to make money with it. Right. right. All right, so the next one is cues and signs. Uh, and I'm I'm gonna just interpret that as using your journaling as a tool to identify whatever cues and signs might help you in your life. Maybe it's shit that triggers you. Mm-hmm. You know, I will say that I've recently used that myself to try to try to understand because I real I realized I was being triggered by this person. Yeah, and I couldn't quite like I was like, is it me? Like, am is it me interpreting? something from this person or is the person actually sending me this, this vibe? Yeah. And so I did some journaling and was making some notes specifically about our interactions. Mm-hmm. Almost like, you know, you're tracking your, your sleep patterns or whatever. It was like tracking my interaction moods or whatever to try and figure out like, what are the cues? What are the, what is it about this person? Um, yeah. Experiment is still ongoing, <laughs> but that's how I was trying to utilize that. And I don't know if that's helpful to somebody in the world. No. And, and you know, so yeah, sometimes when you're journaling, mm. it, you come back to it. Whether it's at the end of the year, like Carl, or you know, whether it's like the next day, right? And you Whatever. just see the page that you wrote, and you're like, "Whoa!" You know, like there yeah. will be something that you pick up on, like my energy that yesterday was yeah. was off. Why was it off? And and what can you know? Again, what yeah. cue is that? It's it's the um, you know, it, it's <laughs> I mean. It's like your daily CAT scan. <laughs> Kinda. I mean, I mean, it, it could be. It could be, and and it, it identifies. You know, a CAT scan would show you. <laughs> you know, specifically a specific issue that you're having that you knew about, but a CAT scan will also show you maybe sometimes underlying other issues that are leading to that mm-hmm. other issue. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the maybe that's the cues and the signs there. Um, you know, and. and 
And two, I, we talked about like you know <laughs> uh, the Whoop and Fitbit and yeah, yeah. and things like that. That um, it, you know, thinking to one of my biggest um, things that I I track daily is my resting, you know, my average resting heart rate. Yeah. Um, and so when I'm journaling and I'm talking about, um, you know, if I'm working on, you know, my, my number one goal for December and I write it out, um, and my number one goals are usually health related. Um, but then I will write out my weight today and then mm. I'll write out my weight for the past three days so wow. that I can see if there's wow. been any change. And then I write out my, um, what you call it? um, body fat percentage yeah. for today and then for the past three days so I can see any change. And then the last metric that I put on there for myself is what's my rest or average resting heart rate. Yeah. And, you know, and I can, that is another sign in cue. Um, right. Something's happening. Well, something's happening. For sure. Or, or like, you know, if I look at the past three days, I'm like, and eh, I was really stressed out. I was right. sick. I, you know, whatever oh, yeah. it was, um, whether I knew about it or not, um, I, Again, I journal part of that so that I can, I can always get that cue of oh maybe it's yeah you know maybe it's time to chill out. Well, bit. look, it's like any any kind of experiment, which is the last one, but mm-hmm. you can't you you can't read results of data you didn't collect, exactly. right? So it's about data collection, I think. Yeah. Um, all right, big lessons and questions, which I think is a little different than big wins, right? Big wins is like. Maybe more what I was talking about. Right. When you yeah. have a big loss. Right. And it's then like pulling that lesson out of that. Right. I I think that that probably should have been as far as this person's. Um, yeah, I don't know. Order. I didn't read it, but yeah, <laughs> I like the list. Yeah, no, no, no. But big lessons and questions probably should have been earlier in there because probably number one. <laughs> big, big wins come from you yes, questioning. That's right. What you're doing, how you're doing it. Yeah. Who you're doing it with all, you know, all those things. And then. You know, assessing that and going, making a plan to, you know, change that. This was probably like halfway through the year in 2021. I started, um, I'd heard somebody say, um, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking, I was, you know, going to one of my mentors about what if some thing I was dealing with and asking for their advice. And he was like, look, man, you, you don't know what you don't know. You got to figure out how to be sensitive to learning the lessons that you're not prepared to learn. Yeah. Right. Um, I was like, shit, how do you do that? <laughs> yeah. So it was one of the things, and I think, you know, I mean, journaling could definitely help you sort of be open because it makes you sort of self reflect, yeah. you know? And I, I think that's sort of a, you know, you're always, whatever you're dealing with, you should always be like, you start with yourself. Uh-huh. Like, what is it that I'm not paying attention to? Yeah. You know, what is it? Where's my blind spots? Yeah. And I think that's the questions, which is like, learn how to ask the questions. Like, if you're, if you have a blind spot, it's called a blind spot for a reason, right? Because you can't see it. <laughs> yeah. But how do you ever get to the point where you recognize that that thing was a blind spot? Most people don't. Yeah, and and recognize that you actually are always carrying blind spots. Yep. Yeah. You know, and to be be sensitive to the force to where, whenever that lesson comes, you can kind of absorb it. Yeah. I think. I think to your point earlier with the things you've been saying, journaling can sort of keep you in that zone. Yeah. You know, it keeps you in that self-reflection zone. Keep working, keep collecting that data. Well, and 
And as long as you're, as long as the self-reflection is not always, like, again, celebrate your wins, but, but journaling isn't just about, you know, hey, I'm fucking Yeah, awesome. right. No, you know, like, these are things I'm struggling with yeah. right now. Right. Put it in the universe. Yeah. Which is the last one, actions and experiments. And, and aside yeah. from the obvious of, like, writing down the things you're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Writing down the things you're trying to figure out. Yep. Um, this cathartic, just getting that out of your brain. Yeah. Right? Uh, well, I hope, hopefully, we get to another episode we can talk about some of the stuff later but one of the things i was just talking with carl about in a way to learn how like people that carry anxiety in the business world there's a lot of people you know they're managers or they run a business they carry a lot of anxiety right because you're worried about money and business and projects and people and software and all the shit um that a good tool is to write down the thing like if you have a to-do list a lot of people are to-do list people mm-hmm. um it's been, you can look this shit up too. It's been proven that to do lists actually also cause a lot of anxiety. <laughs> they do because you're just making a list and then you worry about getting through your list and then you didn't get through your list and shit. There's more shit to put on the next day's list and it's just like yep. this bucket of anxiety. But it can also be useful to be like, look, I'm going to go on vacation. Here's a bunch of shit I got to do beforehand. Yep. There are things I'm not going to get done. Yep. Put those on a list and say. When I get back, these are the first things I'm going to do. Yeah. And it's sort of like a trick where you're kind of tricking your brain because you've dealt with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you haven't done the work, but you dealt with the mental load of the work and you've kicked the can or whatever. You've officially put it on the list. You've identified. Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, that's a form of journaling for yeah. sure. Yeah. It is. Yes. Yes. So using that tool of journaling to help you manage your anxiety and your stress. Yep. Um, but you're right. It can be a further. Because even when you have good, like there's the catharsis of making a list and checking everything off. Uh-huh. Like inbox zero people. Yeah. It probably is a giant dopamine hit whenever you get that inbox empty. I bet you're it like, is. Fuck yeah. I will never know. But Me either. I'm not an inbox zero person. But the flip side of that is what about that to-do list that didn't get completed? Yeah. That's probably whatever dopamine you hit, you get hit by finishing that list. Yep. It's probably the exact opposite of when it's not finished. That, uh, this is the ugly side of it. Well, a, a couple of things. One, um, I think every success literature has probably said, you know, we're all going to die with things on our to-do list, right? Oh, yeah. Um, no matter <laughs> well, yeah. what you do. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, I, I, my wife um, had to go away for work the other night and left Monday night. And um, it's now Wednesday, and she's coming back tonight. And I did go through and make a list of everything that I wanted to get done um, around the house with the kids. You know, it's close to Christmas, you know, things that need to be done there. But then, you know, professionally, too, there's some things I want to finish out before the end of the year. And I made the mistake of saying, needs to be done on Tuesday and Wednesday. Mm. Yes. Oh, it is Wednesday, yeah, my friend. It's not done yet. <clears throat> it is not done. It's, what you got to do? There, there's, there is there is much more on that list um to do yeah. than has been done. Yep. And you know, because you know, when I write a to-do list to like I start, you know, these are the things that need to be done today and tomorrow. Well, that's the thing. To-do lists are static. Yeah. The moment you write it, it's static. Right. But the actual life that surrounds a to-do list is not static. No. No, it's not. <laughs> no. Unless you have, like, the to-do list fairy that follows you around and updates it constantly. Oh, that'd be awesome. It would, wouldn't it? But yeah. 
you don't have one. I mean, exactly. if you have one, let me borrow it. Right. right. Um, but it, but it, so I do have a little bit of to do list anxiety going on right now. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I wrote down some of those things knowing, like. <laughs> I think I was a little bit smart about this. I started to write down, like, here's her, you know, what I need to do in the next two days. And then it, the list kept growing. And then I finally even, like, wrote on the other side of the page, just get done for Tuesday and Wednesday. <laughs> and and so, and and then everything else is, like, things that I needed to catalog, journal, yeah. you know, and, <clears throat> and come back to um, because they still need to be done yeah. um, at some point. But, but. So yes, there's there's a certain amount of anxiety, but but at the same time, yes. Now I know that that I've cataloged them. So the anxiety about mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to forget those things yep. has gone away. Yep. Um. And and that can be good. I, it, it really helps. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And it's it, on my list. Someone told me about that, but no. But but I have I have I have done to do lists every day for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. before. Yeah. And. <laughs> to-do list, number one, update to-do, <laughs> to-do list. list. What the we're fuck we're doing here? Yeah, it's meta. <laughs> uh, but, it, um, yeah, I, it, it's, and as far as it being a form of journaling, yes, it, it is, sometimes those to-do list items are, they're small. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. they are, you know, sometimes you do get, you know, some of the, the, bigger ideas out of those of like oh yeah you know like yep. oh i should write a book yep. you know like <laughs> damn that, um yeah but it's a lot of to-dos it, it is a lot of to-dos but 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 to that point i think about um you know when we used to work together and, and we do you know you still do them but but web projects mm-hmm. um and the good and bad things about like doing a website um, starting from the beginning and then having a finishing point of launch. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, a website's always going to need to be updated. Yeah, I and, get where you're going. Yeah, but, but having that to-do list of and, and being able to follow a project through to a, a milestone yeah. um, is, that's cathartic for sure. Yeah, man, it feels great. Yeah. Especially when you hit all the notes along the way, you're like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so, I mean, you know, I, I mean, and just like I said, it, like you said, you know, writing a book, if that's on your to-do list, there are many, many points that you have to go along the way in order to write a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're finding that out right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, uh, but again, that, that can, going back to the consistency thing, yeah. like using, whether it's a to-do list, whether it's, you know, more formalized journaling, whether it's affirmation journaling, um, you know, always continuing to look and see what you have to do, mm-hmm. plan for that, and then reflecting on what you've done. You know, that's what journaling is. Yeah, I dig it. That was that was the idea of the episode. Um, journaling, making notes for a better mental state is, will be the title of this episode. But um, was also to just talk to you about how you use it. Throw yeah. some ideas out there. Try to if you're listening, if you're still listening, challenging you on what your concept of journaling is. Yeah. And the last one I want to bring up that I found, I found this one on my own. Oh, good. Not that Probably. it didn't exist, but I mean, a lot of people knew about it. But it's this uh, website called futureme.org. Uh-huh. And what you do is you go to FutureMe and you send yourself an email in, to the future. So you enter it now and you tell it when you want to deliver it and it just delivers it. And I have helped my own 
interpersonal dealings with people in my own, however I carry anxiety, because I know it's different than most people, but I have really helped myself improve immensely over the past two months by using future me. They don't pay us for this endorsement. Right. They should, but um, they're a .org, so they don't really make a lot of money, but it, it is really good, and, and I would I would challenge anybody to say that this is a form of journaling, it and is. is to write how you feel now about a thing to a future date, <laughs> and then reflect on it in that future date. For example, um, uh, there's the, I've mentioned that person, I'm trying to figure out what's triggering me or whatever about this person, so... The moment I had an incident where I felt that way, I wrote about it. Mm-hmm. I said, "This is how you feel right now." I'm gonna send. I'm sending this right now on whatever December 22nd, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's say it just happened to January 22nd. Yeah, I want you to read this. Try to remember that emotion and reflect on it. Do you still feel this way about this person? And that has really helped me because you know, in some cases, I'm like, "No, what the hell was wrong with me?" Right. Like, I was clearly carrying my own emotion. Yeah. Or, fuck yeah, they've been doing that shit every day since then. Mm-hmm. Fuck that guy. Well. Like, whatever it is. But, like, that's really helped me sort yeah. of put things in perspective. Or missing a person. Like, you know, let's face it, I'm a coach. People leave the gym. You get let down. Mm-hmm. Karate students quit. You're like, ah, oh, it's a bummer. How do you feel? That person being gone, did it create a void or is it actually better? Yeah. And it's sort of like these cues that you can sort of hit in the future. And some might think that maybe that's kind of wallowing in it. But I, but for me, I'm looking at it as a way to either recognize it as something I need to continue to reflect and work on or something I can let go. Well, also, I mean, I could see this in, in maybe maybe that circumstance, but maybe different circumstances. Like, um, you know, a year from now, three years from now, maybe it's a month from now. Like, is that even important anymore? Well, yeah, you can send the email like yeah, 10 yeah. years in the yeah, future. Yeah, no, this, this is... This is awesome. I will genuinely forget that I sent that email 10 years from now, I promise. Right. right. And then it'll probably go to spam. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, damn it. <laughs> I'm using it as a more short-term yeah. thing. No, I mean, no, no, the, no, no. the it, examples they yeah. have are like, remember when you were five or whatever? Yeah. But I mean, No, remember last month when you yeah, were pissed mine's, off. Mine's are you like still pissed off? Weekly, monthly, yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's that's great, Gene. That, yeah. That's that's awesome. I will. Yeah, I, that's one, it's a recommendation yeah. to anybody listening. Check it out. I think it. I think it could be helpful. Um, if anything, just write yourself an email to not forget to take the trash out on Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, from a if you want to abuse it, <laughs> that's one way to do it. Time to get future yeah. me pro. If if you use it that much, yeah, pay for the pro upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, no, that's awesome. Uh, that that so so this is the. I'm not gonna say it's the easy version. But um, th- but this right. could be the easy button of what Carl does. Yeah, yeah. You know, the day after Christmas. <laughs> That's why I bring it up. Yeah. It is sort of the the cheat code version. Yeah. Of reading your own journal. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the year. But but you know too. I mean, you could make it project based. Like if, oh yeah, absolutely. You know if if I mean again I go back to to a belt test that you know a date. Mm-hmm. You know like. Um, Send it to yourself the day before your belt yeah, test and say, inspiration. hey, remember when we first, you know, we just finished, you know, our brown belt. Yep, and you were scared. And you're scared and you're like, oh, crap, now I've got two years to go mm-hmm. to get my black belt. Um, here's the date and it's the day before, you know, yep. like you've spent all this time. Are you ready or not? Yeah. You know. Are you ready or not? Ready or not. <laughs> 
All right, my friend. Thank you. Um, that always helps me when I talk to you about journaling and stuff. It always gets me sort of in the mode. Good. It's a good time of year for it, too. It is, depending on when this episode comes out. No, but <laughs> true. It's <laughs> always a good time of year for it, is what I'm saying. Or if I destroy it or not. Yeah. But get it done. Start All right. it now. <laughs> well, thank you, uh, everybody. Thank you for sticking around this long. Really appreciate your time. Until next time. <laughs>